0: Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into The Story of the Human Body by Daniel Lieberman. This insightful book offers a captivating journey through the extraordinary tale of the human body's evolution spanning over a million years. Lieberman, a renowned paleoanthropologist and professor at Harvard University, expertly navigates from the time our ancestors set themselves apart from other hominids to our modern-day sedentary lifestyle. As the chair of the Department of Human Evolutionary Biology, Lieberman brings a wealth of knowledge and has significantly contributed to the understanding of the evolution of the human head and body. His research has earned accolades and recognition, with articles featured in top-tier scholarly journals like Nature and Science, cementing his status as an authority in the field. The story of the human body is an essential read for those curious about the path from our cave dwelling origins to our current urban existence. It provides a broad scientific perspective while also offering valuable insights into nutrition and fitness. This book is perfect for anyone captivated by the big picture science of human evolution and those seeking a deeper comprehension of our physical forms. Join us as we explore how our bodies have been shaped over millennia and what implications this evolutionary past holds for our health and lifestyles today. The Story of the Human Body, Evolution, Health and Disease Introduction, Evolutionary Tale, Tracing Human Development from Primal Origins to modern struggles. As we walk through the supermarket aisles, brimming with an array of foods, we are met by the stark contrast between the bountiful modern environment and our ancient evolutionary past. These surroundings are a recent luxury in the grand timeline of humanity, a timeline that began in the plains of Africa and evolved over millions of years. Yet somewhere along that line, a fissure emerged between our biological heritage and the society we've constructed. The story told by Daniel Lieberman, an esteemed paleoanthropologist from Harvard University, unravels this intricate history of the human species. The story of the human body transports us through a sweeping journey from the early stirrings of our hominid ancestors to the complex landscape of today's Homo sapiens. It's a narrative that reveals the contoured path of our development shedding light on how we've become the creatures of curiosity and intellect we are today. The insights gleaned from this narrative hold profound implications for our health and well-being. Our bodies, sculpted by the relentless artist we call evolution, find themselves in an era of excess and ease, far from the environments that shape their design. The striking spike in ailments like obesity, diabetes, and osteoporosis in the world's most affluent and technologically advanced nations is not a mere coincidence. It's a consequence of a deep-seated incongruity between our biological makeup and the world we've engineered. Why does this matter? To grapple with these modern-day health challenges, we must first peel back the layers of our past. Through the mastery of storytelling, Lieberman beckons us to explore how the forces of natural selection choreographed a dance with environmental shifts, to understand that something as seemingly inconsequential as posture had the power to sway the destiny of entire species, and to recognize the duality of agriculture's birth as both boon and burden to those who wielded it. To pave a way forward, we must look back. By delving into the depths of our ancestral roots, we not only comprehend our current predicaments, but also ignite a conversation, on how to attune our contemporary lives with the enduring echoes of our evolutionary heritage. Join us on this expedition through time, unraveling the rich tapestry of the human body's story, one that's still being written with every step we take into the future. Part one, Unraveling the Dance of Evolution. How natural selection shapes our species. Imagine a puzzle where every piece is delicately crafted by the forces of nature over eons. This puzzle is evolution, and each piece represents a species chiseled and refined by the indomitable process of natural selection. At its heart, Charles Darwin's groundbreaking work on the origin of species introduced a model that reshaped our understanding of life's intricate tapestry. The essence of Darwin's thesis, the natural selection mechanism, proposes that the fittest members within a species are favored for survival. But what constitutes the fittest? It's a trio of characteristics that, though interconnected, each plays a unique role in the evolutionary saga. Firstly, there's variability. Picture a bird's beak or a leopard's spots. No two are exactly alike. This natural variation is the canvas upon which evolution paints its masterpieces. Secondly, we find genetic heritability. Traits passed down through generations like a family heirloom. Lastly, we observe differential reproductive success, which simply means that certain individuals manage to pass their genes to more offspring than others, hence ensuring the continuity of those traits. When looking at negative selection, imagine it as evolution's maintenance crew, It weeds out the less advantageous traits favoring genetic stability over novelty. A human example is the tendency to eliminate harmful conditions like hemophilia, which impede survival and reproduction in the absence of interventions such as modern medicine. But the evolutionary waltz truly quickens when the music of the environment shifts. This is where adaptation steps in, enabling organisms to develop new characteristics to better suit their changing habitats. A dramatic environmental pivot like climate change can spur these adaptive changes, enabling organisms and their progeny to flourish under novel conditions. As we unpack the granular details of the human body's evolution, Darwin's foundational concept of natural selection serves as our compass. It is a narrative replete with unexpected turns and ingenuity. With each evolutionary adaptation penning a new chapter in the unending story of our biological heritage. Stay tuned as we delve deeper into the captivating episodes that have sculpted the fascinating organism we recognize in the mirror Homo sapiens. Part 2 The Pivot to Bipedalism A Defining Evolutionary Trade Off for Humans. Take a moment to consider the vast spectrum of life on our planet. Among the remarkable features that define different species, one particular trait stands out in humans, our habit of walking on two legs. This singular adaptation has shaped our destiny, setting us upon a course that would lead to global dominion. Yet, as with any significant evolutionary step, the ascendancy of bipedalism was a double-edged sword. To visualize the contrast, picture our close genetic cousins, the chimpanzees. Though we share a staggering 98% of our DNA with them, that small 2% variation has profound implications. By leaving the trees and adopting an upright stance, we've sacrificed raw strength, speed, and agility. A chimp outmatches us in these domains with astonishing capabilities to scale and bound through the forest canopy, showcasing a brute strength that belies its size. Despite these trade-offs, Walking on two legs brought a game-changing benefit. Our journey toward bipedalism coincided with a period of dramatic climate shifts, a time when food scarcity was a real threat due to harsh droughts. It necessitated the ability to traverse long distances in search of sustenance, and here lies the hidden stroke of genius in our upright posture. A chimpanzee, when attempting to walk on two legs, expends substantial energy in its awkward stagger. It's an inefficient mode of travel for them, limiting the distances they can cover. Humans, however, transformed the act of walking into a model of energetic efficiency. Our upright torsos remain relatively still as we walk, allowing us to cover distances upwards of four times greater than a chimp can manage on the same energy budget. This enhanced mobility was a boon amidst the unforgiving climate of our ancestors' world, empowering them to locate the nourishment necessary to endure and pass on their genetic legacies. Join us as we explore more about how bipedalism has underpinned other aspects of human development and the extraordinary story of how this evolutionary leap granted us the enduring advantage of endurance, enabling the rise of Homo sapiens. Part 3. Nutritional Evolution How early humans dined their way to complexity Pondering our shared heritage with chimpanzees highlights a rather fascinating behaviour. Chimps are voracious chewers. Their diet, rich in fibrous fruits which are nowhere near as sweet or soft as our cultivated varieties, necessitates a highly time-consuming process of consumption and digestion. It's a laborious routine, essential for their survival, but one that would have trammelled humans' evolutionary progress if not for a pivotal dietary shift. As bipedalism began to reshape the human experience, our forebears, known as Australopiths, embarked on a culinary journey that veered away from the unwavering fruit-chewing of their primate kin. With an evolutionary legacy stretching back around four million years, these early humans, among whom was the iconic Lucy, who called ancient Ethiopia home, adorned their dietary palate with a more eclectic mix of food sources. The Australopiths weren't fussy eaters. They expanded their menus to include less preferred items like tubers, plant stems, and seeds. This dietary diversification was crucial, especially given their habitat in woodlands, where bountiful fruit trees were scarce compared to the lush jungles where chimps thrived. The result was a reliance on foods typically shunned by their chimpanzee relatives, allowing early humans to survive periods of food scarcity. Fallback foods became an integral part of their diet, and in times of need, they proved innovative foragers, digging into the earth's pantry for roots, tubers, and bulbs. These subterranean treasures, dense with calories and nutrition, far surpassed the frugality of fruit propelling the human species along another transformative evolutionary avenue. As we explore the intricate weave of humankind's dietary tapestry, the importance of our nutritional choices, and how we procured such sustenance, becomes increasingly clear. It's a story that illuminates not just our survival, but also the blossoming complexity of early human life. Our ancestors shift toward a varied diet, teeming with energy-rich foods, set the stage for the next evolutionary marvels we would encounter, underscoring the intricate dance between our biology and the quest for nourishment. Part 4. The Dawn of Human Culture Hunter-gatherers shape our legacy. Cast your mind back to an era when Earth was young, and you would encounter ancestors so strikingly similar to us, they would be immediately recognizable. Such a moment occurs some 1.9 million years ago with the emergence of Homo erectus, an ancient human species whose nomadic way of life set the stage for the world we know today. Homo erectus, or upright man, aptly named for their bipedal stature, pioneered the first hunter-gatherer societies. These archaic humans crafted a lifestyle distinguished by four pivotal elements, the pursuit of meat, the collection of plant-based sustenance the innovative processing of food, and a culture rooted in unyielding cooperation. Adapted to the sun-scorched landscapes of Africa and beyond, Homo erectus was designed for endurance. With a physique built for long journeys, less exposure to the relentless sun, more efficient cooling through increased sweat glands, and a nasal structure catering to breathing demands. They could forage and hunt across vast territories. Their prowess for endurance hunting was unmatched, enabling them to track and wear down fleet-footed prey over long distances. But their innovativeness didn't end with athleticism. They recognized the value of pre-digestion, using rudimentary tools to slice and pulverize meat and tough plant matter. This was no minor advance. It meant fewer hours gnawing on unyielding flesh or fibrous roots, and more time for other survival enhancing activities. What truly set Homo erectus apart was their commitment to sharing and specialization. Unlike other primates who fiercely guard their meals, these ancestors knew the strength that lay in unity. The game caught by the males and the foraged bounty collected by the females fed not only individual families, but the entire community. In this early chapter of human history, we witness a blueprint for society. Cooperation flourished, resources were communal, and the division of labor was clear. Women nourished their offspring with gathered foods, while the additional calories from hunted game provided an essential nutritional supplement. As we journey through the evolution of our species, Homo erectus stands as a testament to the origins of cooperation, social structure, and the shared culinary practices that would come to define humanity. In their footsteps, we trace the roots of our culture, our community, and the complex social fabric that binds us together as Homo sapiens. Part five, survival in the ice age, how harsh climates sculpted human adaptations. Take a step into the arduous era of the Ice Age, where the relentless cold stretches far into history, blanketing the earth in its icy embrace from around 2.6 million years ago to approximately 11,700 years ago. It's here, against this frigid backdrop, that some defining human attributes took shape, attributes that mark the stages of transformation leading to the species we inhabit today. Our early ancestors embarked on a great exodus from their cradle in Central Africa, spurred onward by the hunter-gatherer way of life that opened the gateways to a wealth of nourishment. Navigating north, they encountered the inhospitable terrains of the Caucasus Mountains. The caloric bounty they encountered not only expanded their geographic range, but also fed the burgeoning growth of their most distinctive feature, a notably enlarged brain. How grand was this cerebral expansion? Consider that while chimpanzees already boast brains twice the expected size for mammals of their stature, human brains, by the Ice Age's conclusion, tripled in size compared to our chimp cousins. This prodigious growth carried significant implications for human development. Larger brains demanded considerable energy, not just to function, but to develop over time. Human growth rates slowed as a consequence, a necessary trade-off given the brain's prolonged maturation process and caloric demands. A child rearing in the human world meant an extended period of dependency, with the brain only reaching full maturity by around the seventh year, a stark contrast to a chimpanzee's rapid three-year development. In addition to the cognitive heft, human bodies adapted to become veritable storehouses of energy. The unpredictability of food sources during the Ice Age made the ability to store fat a valuable asset. This ensured a continuous supply of energy to the brain, a necessity since even the briefest disruptions could be devastating. Consequently, humans developed a pronounced ability to accumulate body fat. Through these transformative adaptations, a complex brain, slow growth and energy storage we forged the bedrock for our emergence as Homo sapiens. In the chapters to come, we'll delve deeper into the evolutionary journey that has shaped us into the thinking, tool-using, culture-building beings we recognize today. Part six, the triumph of Homo sapiens, culture as the ultimate evolutionary tool. In the grand theater of evolution, around 200,000 years ago, a new character made an auspicious entrance, Homo sapiens. From their cradle in sub-Saharan Africa, these modern humans set forth on a journey of expansion that saw their footprints imprinted across every continent by 30,000 years ago. This story of survival begins with a remarkably narrow genetic bottleneck. The entire tapestry of modern humanity, woven from the threads of a meagre 14,000 individuals, with an even more astonishing 3000 shared ancestors for those of us with roots outside Africa. What distinguished Homo sapiens was less about anatomy and more about our cultural toolbox. Yes, we had our physical oddities. Our chins have no clear evolutionary purpose and our cranial shape and smaller face set us apart from our archaic kin. But it was in the arena of behavior and cultural complexity where Homo sapiens clearly stole the evolutionary show. By proxy of their intricate vocal tracks, Homo sapiens could articulate sounds with precision, leapfrogging the communicative capabilities of earlier hominins. This advancement in communication, however, was just the beginning. Artifacts unearthed across Africa suggest that, as far back as 70,000 years, Homo sapiens weren't just surviving. They were thriving within extensive social networks, facilitating long distance trade and crafting symbolic art, a signifier of advanced cognitive abilities and a nuanced understanding of the world. The spark that truly kindled the flourishing of Homo sapiens can be pinpointed to the onset of the Upper Paleolithic era. Around 50,000 years ago, a cultural explosion occurred that reverberated through Africa and Eurasia the monumental shift, a revolution in tool making. Stone blades honed to slender perfection enabled the construction of a diverse array of specialized implements that would redefine humanity's interaction with the environment. Amidst this groundbreaking era, Homo sapiens also revamped their diet to include a diverse array of protein sources, embracing birds, seafood, and small game. This broadened menu alleviated the pressures and perils of chasing after large, formidable prey. Each of these advancements wrote a chapter in a success story like no other, as Homo sapiens outmatched and outlived other hominin species. From Neanderthals to other now-extinct members of our Homo genus. This tale of ascendancy wasn't just about survival of the fittest, it was about the survival of the most culturally adept, As our ancestors carved out a niche for themselves through their unparalleled ingenuity and adaptability. Part 7 Agriculture's Double Edged Sword Sustenance and Suffering in Human History The Agricultural Revolution, perhaps the most pivotal chapter in human history, ushered in an era of undeniable change. Spectacular in its scope, it began as a glimmer at the end of the Ice Age some 11,700 years ago, when the stabilizing climate laid the groundwork for the cultivation of the earth. As Jared Diamond famously critiqued, the shift from hunter-gatherer societies to settled farming not only introduced relentless toil into our lives, but also left us with diets strikingly inferior in variety and nutrition. Despite this, agriculture surged in popularity. Its primary appeal being the promise of steady food to support the burgeoning human population. By tending to seeds and fostering growth, our ancestors managed to anchor themselves to predictable food sources. The earliest vestiges of agriculture blossomed in regions like the Yangtze and Yellow River valleys, where rice and millet were domesticated, and this pattern was echoed across various global epicenters, each cultivating their signature crops. The nexus of this transformation was simple yet potent, a feedback loop where the surpluses yielded by agriculture fed an ever-growing population, which in turn compelled further expansion of farming efforts. Over time, the remnants of a hunting tradition faded away, replaced by the domestication of livestock that completed the agricultural lifestyle. However, agriculture's embrace brought with it an array of tribulations. Its heavy reliance on a limited selection of staple crops rendered communities vulnerable to nutritional deficits and diseases like scurvy and anemia. Furthermore, placing all seeds in one basket, so to speak, left farmers susceptible to the whims of the weather and conflict-induced food shortages, paving the way for catastrophic famines. The high-density living conditions necessitated by agriculture also provided fertile ground for the propagation of diseases. Ailments like leprosy, tuberculosis, influenza, smallpox, and plague wreaked havoc, afflictions that hunter gatherers had largely sidestepped due to their dispersed and mobile way of life. In grasping agriculture's intricate legacy, one that nourished civilizations and induced suffering, we gain a nuanced understanding of our lineage. This monumental shift in how we procured our food forever altered the trajectory of Homo sapiens, setting the stage for both the magnificence and the misery that would follow in the wake of tilled fields and harvested grains. Part 8. Industrialization. A seismic shift in human history. Behold the Industrial Revolution, a monumental wave of innovation that washed over the world starting in 18th century England. This era, defined by machines that churned out products in hitherto unimaginable quantities, has coloured the canvas of human existence in profound and varied shades, forever altering our landscapes and lifestyles. From a global population of just one billion pre-industrialization, we have skyrocketed to seven billion and counting, with the majority seeking residence within the steel and concrete confines of modern cities. The impact of this seismic shift cascaded through every facet of life, yet it was not without its share of growing pains. Initially, the industrial age brought teeming hardship, marking daily life with low wages, long hours, and the suppression of workers' freedoms. Both adults and children were subject to gruelling days amidst perilous factory conditions. Change, however, would gradually take root, Beginning with the English Factories Act of 1802, which finally imposed restrictions on child labour and sought to curtail the excesses of industrial exploitation. Despite improvements in developed countries, the discrepancy in working conditions remains pronounced, with areas of the developing world still grappling with the harsh realities that once plagued industrial England. But the narrative of the Industrial Revolution isn't solely one of struggle, it is also a story. Of astonishing progress, particularly within medicine and sanitation, which began center stage in the transformation of human well being. Take, for instance, Louis Pasteur, whose name became synonymous with the pasteurization process. A simple act of heating to combat the microbes spoiling wine turned the tide for food safety. Through this avenue, the field of microbiology was born opening the door to vaccinations against diseases such as anthrax and rabies, and shaping our defensive arsenal in the battle against infectious ailments, from the sanitation of modern plumbing to the life-saving miracles of penicillin and the preservation wonders of refrigeration, innumerable innovations born in the crucible of industrial change have extended and enriched our lives. Now, as we inhabit an era with unparalleled comfort and longevity, we confront a new set of challenges. While death rates have plummeted, the incidence of chronic diseases has risen. Our next exploration divulges into the paradox of our times. A world where decreasing mortality waltzes with increasing morbidity. A testament to the complexities that come with making life too easy. Part 9. Confronting Mismatched Diseases. The battle between modern excess and ancient bodies. The human body, a masterpiece millennia in the making, now confronts a modern world it wasn't designed to inhabit. Evolution has meticulously sculpted us for a life of scarcity and physical exertion. But the industrial revolution catapulted us into an era of abundance, an era for which our primal blueprint is ill-equipped. As a result, we grapple with mismatched diseases, ailments born from the dissonance between our ancient physiology and the contemporary environment. One stark emblem of this evolutionary dissonance is the obesity epidemic. In the developed world, a staggering two-thirds of adults battle with being overweight. What's the culprit behind this burgeoning crisis? Calories. Lots and lots of easily accessible calories. Let's delve into sugar, a substance emblematic of modern overindulgence. Its cost is a fraction of what it was just a century ago. Seducing us from the shelves with its sweet, budget friendly appeal. Our prehistoric ancestors evolved fierce cravings for such calorie rich resources, saviors in times of famine, sources of vital energy for the day's strenuous tasks of hunting and gathering. Yet, what was once a beneficial trait has morphed into a double edged sword in an age of surplus. High glucose foods, delicious and deadly in their bounty, push the body beyond its metabolic limits, with excess glucose getting stashed away as fat. Our penchant for easily digested carbohydrates has a dark side, manifesting as visceral fat, the sinister gel-like accumulations ensconcing our vital organs. Herein lies the root of a multitude of mismatched diseases, for these metabolically hyperactive fat cells, eager to store and release energy, can unleash a tidal wave of fatty acids upon the liver. The onslaught can cripple the liver's ability to manage blood sugar levels, often leading to metabolic syndrome and a suite of related maladies, including type two diabetes, which witnessed a sevenfold increase between 1975 and 2005, not to mention heart disease and atherosclerosis. The woes of plenty, however, tell only one side of the story. In the next narrative stretch, we shall explore how the sedentary landscapes of our present day, a stark departure from the physically demanding world our bodies were tuned for, contribute to the rise of modern ill health. Part 10. The Necessity of Movement, Facing the Consequences of a Sedentary Lifestyle In the microgravity environment of space, astronauts' bones are spared the habitual pressures of movement, a luxury that, ironically, becomes a liability upon re-entry to Earth. Where the simple act of walking could break their fragile bones. This is an exaggerated representation of a fundamental principle. The body's components, be it bone or muscle, rely on regular use to retain their function and strength. Physical activity is a cornerstone of our biological design. Each stride and stretch subtly reshapes our bones, sending signals to the brain that trigger regenerative processes fortifying the skeleton. Childhood, a crucial window for bone development, exemplifies this perfectly. An active early life results in a sturdier, more robust frame. A sedentary childhood, in contrast, imposes a lifelong sentence of fragility on the bones. The imperative for movement isn't confined to formative years. It extends across the lifetime. A dearth of activity in adulthood sets the stage for osteoporosis, a condition characterized by the silent withering of bone, leaving them shockingly prone to fractures, especially in spongy structures like vertebrae and knee joints. As time marches on, the body's intrinsic bone maintenance slows. Osteoporosis reflects a stark imbalance. The rate of bone breakdown outrunning the dwindling pace of repair, insufficient exercise coupled with a lack in essential nutrients like vitamin D and calcium, sharpens the risk, casting osteoporosis as a quintessential mismatch disease. Another curious malady of modern life connected to our lack of physical exertion is the widespread need for wisdom teeth extractions. This rite of passage stems from a lack of developmental stress on the jaw and face, conditions that were virtually non-issues in the eras of our ancestors who tirelessly gnawed on fibrous, unrefined foods. Now, our lives are saturated with soft, processed edibles that demand minimal masticatory effort, leading to a jaw insufficiently exercised and too small to accommodate our full dental complement. This is not merely speculative. It's evidenced by comparison. For instance, Australian Aborigines fed on a traditional diet exhibited expansive jaws with ample room for all teeth, in stark contrast to their counterparts raised on Western diets who faced the now-familiar plight of dental crowding. Thus, the cautionary tale unfolds. Our physiological heritage, crafted for an active existence, sits at odds with the comforts of modern living, beckoning discomfort and disease as silent testimonials to our sedentary signs. Part 11. Designing healthier environments to prevent mismatched diseases. In the present age of abundance and comfort, our prehistoric bodies are often at odds with our environments, giving rise to an array of mismatched diseases. It's evident in the staggering 20% of the United States GDP spent on healthcare, a clear indication of the struggle to align our ancient physiological needs with our modern lifestyle, rather than pouring finances into treating conditions like type 2 diabetes and osteoporosis. After the fact, a more proactive approach centered on prevention could significantly alter the health landscape. Studies demonstrate the potential. A program focused on fitness improvement, halved cardiovascular disease rates. Imagine scaling this nationwide, not just impacting heart health, but also slashing an estimated $58 billion in treatment costs. The roadblock to this utopian health scenario? altering behavior is notoriously challenging. Education alone, as shown by research, yields modest increases in moderate exercise and only slight improvements in diet, not nearly enough to stave off mismatched diseases. The Limitations of Medicine In warding off these conditions are apparent as well. With elusive biological roots and risky interventions, the healthcare system struggles to preemptively strike against such ailments. If not medicine, what then is the remedy? The answer could lie in reshaping our surroundings, altering the very fabric of our lives to better mirror our evolutionary needs. Government policies could indeed play a pivotal role, whether through restricting junk food advertising, removing sugary beverages from schools, or refuting misleading nutritional claims. Each nudges the population closer to healthier choices. But perhaps the most profound impact will come from thoughtful urban and architectural design. Imagine a world where buildings invite movement, where stairs are a central feature rather than an afterthought, and active transportation is not only accessible but encouraged. Our journey ahead is clear. By reimagining our spaces and places, we can sculpt an environment that resonates with the rhythm of our biological heritage. In doing so, we empower ourselves to lead lives of vitality, aligning our modern existence with the age-old tempo of our human physique. Final Summary The story of the human body is a narrative written over a million years, a testament to the ponderous, deliberate pace of evolution. Yet, in a mere few centuries since the dawn of industry, the tempo of change has reached a dizzying speed leaving our ancient anatomies scrambling to keep up with an ever-evolving world. This mismatch between our pre-industrial bodies and the industrialized spaces we inhabit is the unseen source of many present health woes. Today, our societies are rife with mismatched diseases, signaling a profound disconnect between our evolutionary programming and our lifestyles overflowing with caloric excess, sedentary habits, and processed foods. To mend this rift and embrace healthier, fuller lives, we must heed the wisdom of our bodies, leveraging the activities and nourishment they were meticulously engineered to handle. In this grand pursuit, we are called not to fight the very fibers of our being, but to foster a harmonious existence that respects the ancient cadence of our biology. By thoughtfully redesigning our environment, advocating for sensible public health policies, and cultivating active, nutrient-rich habits we can bridge the gulf between the relics of our primal past and the realities of our present, charting a path to wellness that honors the enduring masterpiece that is the human body. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book